Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. Uh, Let me have a think here, because you might have heard um, that uh, God's word is what made everything in the first place. Uh, You might have heard that in Genesis chapter 1, you get God's word making stuff. In the beginning, God said, and it was. So you get sky and sea and uh, you get land and you get stars and you get plants and animals and us people all of those things are made by God's word but verse 89 says something quite different it says that God's word is eternal it lasts forever and it stands firm unmoving in the heavens you see the universe is not just like one of those um those little pullback cars. You know those little cars you get that pull back? God didn't just sort of pull back the universe like this and then let it go, not knowing where it was going to end up. Um, he didn't just sort of uh, kickstart it like you would do a motorbike and then pootle off on holiday. Uh, no, God does something very different. What the Lord says is what keeps everything going. And so we should trust in what the Lord says, always everywhere and forever and now if you don't believe that then let's listen again to what this songwriter says in psalm 119 as he talks himself through why he can trust in what the lord says always everywhere and forever have a quick look in your bits of paper you've got all the verses there look at verse 90 verse 90 says this your faithfulness continues through all generations now if you think back in bible history Uh, you will find that God is always in control. He never lets anybody down. He always keeps his promises. So uh, let's have a think. Adam and Eve, right the way back at the beginning, he says, if you eat that fruit, it'll all go pear-shaped. Pardon the pun. And it did. Uh, He says to Noah, you know what? I'm never going to flood the earth again, Noah. And he hasn't. He says to Abraham, You know, if you trust me, Abraham, I am going to give you a huge family tree um, and I'm going to give you a special place to be and I'm going to be with you forever. Promise kept. And then you get that one promise that we keep getting right the way through the Old Testament, don't we? God seems to say it to a lot of people and basically he says, one day I promise I'll come back and I'll sort everything out. I'll come and rescue you. Um, If you've been over in Kids Stuff recently, um, you'll have been doing um, Isaiah. And you hear one of those promises in Isaiah 7. I think uh, you did it last week. Um, It goes like this. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a child, and they will call him Emmanuel. 2014 years ago, Jesus turned up in Bethlehem, and that came true. God keeps his promises the Lord's faithfulness really does go on for generations and generations so that you can trust in what the Lord says always everywhere and forever I carry on in verse 90 have another little look down see what it says next you establish the earth and it endures basically God made the world and he keeps it going has the world fallen apart yet Well, it might be creaking a little bit around the edges, but it's still here. Uh, Does the earth go round the sun? Yeah. Um, uh, Does the rain come and the sun shine? Yeah. Does harvest come each year again and again? Do you keep breathing? Yeah. Well, the Bible calls that, it gives it a posh name, it calls it common grace. 
Basically, day after day, the Lord continues to be kind to everything and everyone in this way. God made the world and he keeps it going. He just keeps it going so that you can trust in what the Lord says, always, everywhere and forever. Let's go on. There's more. We've not finished yet. Uh, Verse 91. Your laws endure to this day. The rights and wrongs that God has told us are still true today. Uh, Now, people sometimes say uh, that the Bible's just old-fashioned and out of date, don't they? But as I carefully read what God says in the Bible, and uh, uh, with an open mind, over and over again, I find myself finding that it it really does ring true. The stuff that God says about right and wrong is, is right. He says, put God first. Seems right. Uh, Love your neighbour. Seems right. Don't be selfish. Seems right. Keep thinking. Seems right. Uh, Remember family is important, etc., etc. Now, if I'm honest, I don't think I'm the best person to decide what is right and wrong. Uh, I'm selfish sometimes and I'd get it wrong. Truth about right and wrong comes from outside of ourselves. And the Bible, what the Lord says, has always had an unchanging handle on what is true and what is right and wrong so that you can trust in what the Lord says always everywhere and forever so God keeps his promises he's faithful the world keeps on going and what the Lord says rings true and then it finishes in verse 91 with that beautiful little bit for all things serve you A great little phrase as we remember to say a big thank you for all that we have on this harvest service. Trust in what the Lord says, always, everywhere and forever. Right, how does this help us with our gases? With Iderwick, it doesn't work in church. and uh, Sorry, Iowick, it doesn't work in church. um, And uh, No, it only works in church. And (laughs) Iderwick, it doesn't even work in church. Uh, We're halfway through this really long chapter of the Bible, as Tamar was saying, and it has been pretty obvious so far that the songwriter, the chap who's writing this psalm, he's having a really tough time of things. It it seems like, well, it's definite, actually, that lots of people are teasing him and being nasty to him because he trusts in God. Um, He's finding every now and again that as he tries to trust in God, he gets it wrong. And so he's struggling in that way, being disobedient every now and again. And probably he might even be poorly. He might even be very ill. At very least, he's realised that life doesn't go on forever. So have a think about those things for yourself. When those things happen to us, do we start to question what God says? Well, I definitely do. Does getting teased and feeling left out or being poorly or uh, your sin that is in your life, ever leave you thinking, you know, that stuff that we learned on Sunday, it doesn't seem so real on Monday. It only works in church. Or have you never really taken a look at what the Bible says for yourself, thought about it, read it carefully, um, and and see what it has to say about the big questions of life? It doesn't even work in church. If that's you... And here's a tip from the experience of our songwriter. Look at verse 92. Uh, If your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. Let's put that in another version. Another version of the Bible puts it like this. If I had not loved your teachings, I would have died in my sufferings. If you had not loved what you said, Lord, then I would have died. This chap recognises what the Lord's word says is like laces. 
or cement or um, buttons. It keeps something really, really important in place. What God says keeps the whole universe in place, everything in place. And therefore, trusting in what the Lord says is what's kept him going. It's what kept him alive. Now that leaves me with a problem. Leaves you with a problem as well. Because when you think about it, we don't always listen to what God says, do we? Have you ever played scale electric? Hands up if you've played scale, played scale electric. Brilliant. Uh, it, little cars on a track. You get a small accelerator in your hand. Um, and so long as you stay in the groove on the track, you're all right. You could just go round and round forever. But if you push it a little bit too far, if you go too fast and you come out of the groove, smash, crashed and burned. Here's my problem then. As I look back on uh, my morning, on my week, on my year, on my life, I can see a real lack of trust in what God says sometimes in the decisions that I've made. Um, uh, When I think about it, I haven't put all my security in what God says as the ups and downs of life have come. Is that you too? Well, if it is, welcome to the club. Um, Welcome to what Christian life is all about because recognising our failure to trust what God says is the first step to getting back on track. It's the first step to sort of putting things back in the groove, as it were. And Jesus died so that you can do that. He went to the cross so that we can start to listen properly to God again. Jesus went to the cross so we can start to listen properly to God again. And when we do, it's like a a giant air freshener. Here's my giant air freshener. Or a deodorant, if you want to put it like that. Um, As we really listen to what keeps the whole universe in place and working, that bad smell of doubt begins to disappear. Uh, The odours that stop us doing the right thing, they disintegrate. And the new brilliant smell replaces those deadly stinks. Let me show you. Um, Once you get it into your head uh, to trust what the Lord says, always, everywhere and forever, well... The devil has no power at all. The evil has no power at all. As you choose to do the right thing, the devil can do nothing. Not one bit of this world is handed over to the devil. So watch. Oh, it's starting to work. Um, uh, As you trust in what the Lord says, always, everywhere and forever, you realise that none of creation is hidden from or out of God's sight. You realise that it's totally in his control. In Psalm 139, uh, there is a a writer who uh, decides he's going to hide from God. And uh, where can he go, he says. Where can I go from you, Lord? Uh, He tries the heavens. uh, He tries the depths. He tries over the sea. He tries in the darkness. Uh, But God is always there. You can't hide from him. The Lord is always with you wherever you go. It really works. Um, uh, Once you get it in your head uh, that you should trust in what the Lord says, always, everywhere and forever, you can be sure that nothing human beings do can destroy this good world that God's made. Um, We can never interfere with God's plans. You know, God never looks down and goes, ooh, I never expected that to happen. It just doesn't happen. God always will be in control. It might not feel like it sometimes, but it is. True. There you go. It sorts it all out. 
And once you get this idea that you should trust in the Lord always, everywhere and forever in your head, then there's one brilliant thing. You can start to think really, really big. Get this. As we've been looking at these four verses this morning, you have been meeting with the Lord your God. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. And you know what? There are 31,098 extra verses in here. It took me ages to count all those the other night. 31,098 more verses to read in the Bible. God has let us in on the limitless scope of the words that hold the whole universe together. Here in this book, you will find the security, the power and the creativity of the one who holds everything in place. That's brilliant. We're not talking about buttons that don't talk or cement that doesn't move, or laces that are just lazy. God loves you. He loves you so much. And this morning, through these verses, he's willing you to get back in the groove, like a scale electrics car, to squeeze the accelerator, and to listen to him. Trust in what the Lord says, always, everywhere, and forever. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, thank you for holding everything uh, in the world together by your word. I'm sorry that we don't trust you sometimes. Thank you that Jesus made it possible for us to listen to you again. Help us to trust in what you say, always, everywhere and forever. Amen.